1: He's the Cigar Authority.
0: Transmitting since 2010, The Cigar Authority is the longest lasting
1: cigar podcast ever.
0: Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up.
1: This is The Cigar Authority.
2: Saturday, January 30th, 2021, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. The meatball event is over, and we have Steve Saka with us to give us his take on the event. And we may learn some breaking news today that uh, what he has planned for the cigar world in the near future. Then again, we may not. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. Because if
3: you ask him, he controls the entire cigar world. He does. You're listening to The Cigar Authority now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com.
2: Next week is Groundhog Day, but I feel like today is Groundhog Day. I feel like we We just did did this 15 hours ago. (laughs) Um, And um, instead of uh, me uh, pronouncing this uh, wrong, like uh, apparently I did and I caused... Barry, to pronounce it wrong, my fault <laughs> that Barry does this wrong. Again, you got to revert
4: back to last week's show. Yesterday's last show.
3: Yesterday's show. Yesterday show. <laughs> yeah, yesterday's show.
4: Uh, Barry, what are we smoking here? Well, today's first cigar is the Miqueta, and it is manufactured in Nicaragua by, what? What? by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. <laughs> the size is a 6x52 Ancho Lago. Ancho. We're getting closer. Okay. Uh, uh, slide
3: sure. that mic a little closer. To your
4: and uh, it features a USA Connecticut River Valley broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care package. A single cigar will set you back ten ninety nine. While a box of twenty is one eighty six ninety nine, which is a savings of almost thirty three dollars or fifteen percent off the box price on Two Guys Cigars com. But only. It- if Until you, March. I'm raising the price.
5: Ah.
2: It's the first bit of news, the right first there. Bit of news. Price increase. And if you're too
4: far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try two guyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and get them before the price goes up. There we go. Six by 52. I would call this
2: a
5: Toro, but you call it. Ancho Laga? Yeah, Ancho Largo. It's it just Ancho means wide, Largo means long, long, big. You know what I mean? Long, so wide. That's right, right. So it's a wide cigar. It's a long cigar. It, it's neither. It, it's, it's. Well, okay. Place <laughs> <laughs> it is by traditional standards, a six x fifty-two is considered a, a big cigar. It was before we started making these gay porn stars, <laughs> right. where we have all these six by sixties and seven why by do to, Why do you have to disparage my people? That, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, in the classic sense, this is a big cigar, but That's yeah, right. by classic. today's standards, no. Nah. It's, uh, it's normal. <laughs> all right, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut
2: our cigar. The official oh. cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices like Steve's about to do, Perdomo cut the federal S tax, and he actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. Price increases. I think
5: we're going to see it across the board, by the way. The, the truth is... There really needed to be price increases last year, but we were all too afraid because it was COVID. And shipping costs have gone through the roof. Yes, they have. And look, I'm now to the point where, I mean, you can't even buy mediocre filler for under $8. We're already pushing into the $10 mark, $11 marks on certain materials. But it's just kind of the way it was, but we were all really nervous. And the truth is, I'm not doing a price increase across the whole line. Um, what's happening with Mike Rita Blue, the original Mike Rita? It's going to come up to the price of Tricky Traca because that's where the costs really are. Yeah. So I'm going to, I got to go through all the numbers. I think Umbagag is going to have to have a small price increase because again, it's a lot of the same materials. Mike Rita Blue is going to, I don't think Sincompromiso will. I don't think Brule will. Ah, I don't good. think Sober Mesa will, but I don't know. It's, it, it's always about the numbers. Whatever yeah. the numbers are, they are. And it's better to do it small and incrementally, yeah. then wait until it's too late. And then you're like, oh, I got to raise the price 2 $3 at the retail shelf. Yeah. And, you know, you'd end up with too much sticker shock. Yeah. Before
3: I can't get a word in edgewise, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone. This is the original workhorse ho, of the entire Vertigo portfolio. It's very basic, flip-top, three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $12.99, or at twoguyscigars.com, you get two for $20. Did you say work whores? Horse. Work whores. horse. Whores. Whores. Uh, this
6: I,
5: and
2: is, this I, is the one. This is,
5: is the best. If you got to buy a cheap lighter, yeah. this is the
2: cheap lighter <laughs> to buy. And we sell uh, thousands and thousands of these things. And they have a lot, lots around this price. Yeah, But I mean, this is the one that everybody does.
1: I, I was cleaning out my car, and I believe I found seven of them. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, so I'm set for life. You buy, you really? buy two at
2: a time, when uh, yeah. you do it, and you end up losing one. No, they, they work great. They really do. And and they last. They If you don't lose them, I think you you got, you got seven, and all seven work. Yeah. Yeah. Simplicity when it comes to this uh, is what mm-hmm. works. So, Steve, uh, it was interesting last night, your third time uh, doing it. And um, I thought it, um, as three times go on, we learn how to serve it out better and uh, get through the people. I'm a little less crowd than before because of the COVID 19 thing going on, but pretty close. Uh, good, fun night. Yeah, I thought it was a great night.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was the best one ever. I mean, the only thing was with us being up here, I wasn't able to be in the room and hear all the what everybody was saying, so I had mm-hmm. to get that post facto. Yeah, second hand after the show, but no, I thought it was a it was a great time. And yep. uh, we have some of the folks here that were there
2: last night, and uh, talking to them, it seemed like they had a good time too. And yeah. that's how I like to I mean, find Jonathan out Jonathan came
5: things. in fourth place. Fourth place this year. Yeah, Jonathan
2: <laughs> came in last. If you didn't see it, <laughs> it was a tie for last, so he brings oh. himself up to fourth place. Is that normally how it works?
3: No, you still tied for last. Well, there were five meatball entries, were there yes, not? Yes, yes. And I came in tied for fourth, which means I can't be last because fifth place would be last. No. You, I moved you were, upper no, rank. You, you get tied rid of for fifth, fifth place. Fifth place goes away. That's not how that works.
2: It is. So what if there was a tie for second and third and a tie for fourth and fifth? Would you come in third? Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> New math. <laughs> okay. But it makes them
5: feel good. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, I was I was look the meatball Oliver's meatball was delicious. It was good. It was really good, and I'm not surprised that he won. The only thing I was a little bit surprised by is I didn't know that the room would reward him for putting the cheese in the middle. I people beca- people have tried that in the past.
3: In I the tried it in la- and came in last place. Right, right. You're, it's not going to work for you. And nobody barely. knows who it's him. though. Yeah, nobody. That's, nobody that's knows. why I think he, he, they
5: they
1: know by the taste. Yeah, you know I, what I, I the, had the, dead last. Can we just
5: stop for a second, Ed? That cheese meatball that Oliver made. That was far me. superior to that crap that John. <laughs> Absolutely. Served I mean, so
3: we aren't even on the same page. Everyone in that panel had me at second place. I didn't. I had not you in fifth. You don't count. Yeah. <laughs> you know which one is mine. You've had my balls in your mouth too many times. I, so I, not I have
5: to admit, I had you in second place also yesterday. I did. I did.
1: Who did have in first place, Steve?
2: I had
5: me in first oh, place, right. of course. <laughs> and you knew your
2: meatball. You of course, it, I you knew it. it. And I had, I had you in
1: second place, and I, I had me in first place. I had you in first place. I had Steve in first place. As yeah. did I. Yeah, yeah. 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 but,
4: but we had no tri- vote. No, it was a we traditional had no vote. Meatball.
5: Yeah, but so it is what it so is. So now, now this kind of opens things up, you know, because we all we've all learned from the previous two years that spicy didn't work and spicy right. didn't work again last night, right? And I thought cheese wouldn't work because of Jonathan's experience with cheese. But it just happened to be a bad meatball. But it just happened to be a bad meatball with cheese in the (laughs) center. (laughs) But if you make a good meatball with good cheese and prosciutto and basil in the center, the room rewards you for that as as deservingly they should. Is that the end of the pulpetta now? That is the end of me making Popetta. I will I, never I mean, make another meatball in my life. I
1: mean, are you humiliated?
5: You can no longer are produce the cigar? Are you kidding me? I'm a free man. I <laughs> yeah. have no idea. It so takes me like 12 hours
3: to make those damn
5: things. I got other shit
3: to do. He has threatened now to buy a ticket to the event to come I and am <laughs> <laughs> I I'm buying a ticket. My vote
5: will be heard.
4: Since <laughs> Oliver blended a better meatball than you, does that make him a better blender than you? Absolutely.
5: Why not? Absolutely. We'll give, wow. give it to Can you say that like <laughs> com- 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 as a complete <laughs> sentence? By, by Atabay and Byron, those cigars are way better than any of the cigars that I've ever blended. All right. Give, I'll Abby, get that for you. You're going to do that on a loop, right? <laughs> you're going to
6: play it at the start of the show. <laughs>
2: I'll send that to Oliver. I think it's his birthday today. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I'll just take the this is Steve Saka from the other one. <laughs> it'll be, it'll come can, out fine. He,
2: he can do this. He can do this. <laughs> uh, so, so part of the thing last night was that when we, when Steve Saka does events, and maybe
5: events – for any Dunbarton tobacco, whether you're there or not, Popetta's yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, look. Originally, Popetta was designed to be our 2020 event cigar, but ultimately there were so few physical events. So, what we tried to do for our retailers was we took the stuff that we were planning on using the soccer squash statues, the Popetta cigars, um, those really costly mugs, and we made them available to all of our retailers. And the ones that took advantage of it, they did incredibly well. The ones that were lazy and didn't want to do any work. Uh, they got what they got, you know what I mean? They got what they deserved, which is nothing. So, uh, yeah, we took all of that stuff. I mean, there will be, look, there's a lot of people that want Popetta still, so we have more Popetta coming. Um, I'm just about, it's going to probably be about two, three months. And I have another event cigar uh, that was designed to be used this year. Um, Well, not exactly. I don't want to tell the whole story just yet, Um, but will be available for those people that, have had the Popetta experience and want to try something different. I have something special for them, too. Um, And it will come out this year? Yeah, it'll be in about, it'll probably be landing in about uh, eight weeks. And really what's holding it up is not the cigars, but the bands. Ah. The bands are the delay on that one.
1: Oliver says, uh, can we stop with the cheese filled? He was rewarded because of the meat that was good, too. Ah, so Oliver's on the show. (laughs) Listen to the <laughs> it show, gets so it? touchy.
5: You might know something. Let's, let's think about this. I won for two years, right. right? You guys did not have me on the program the day after to celebrate my win. No. Now, when do you have me here? When I lose. That's when I get to come on the program. We didn't know you were
2: going to lose, right. though. This is so, the schedule. <laughs> I thought it would be a three-time win for sure. I, I said it at the very end before we did it. I said... Steve's going to win this thing. Did I not say that? So if Oliver's
5: getting his panties in a twist over us talking about the cheese, it ain't nearly the crap I've taken for two years. Oh, he only won because they're pretty. They're only good because they look. Did, uh, Did you step everybody up, though? Everybody's, Everybody's meatballs are prettier today because were, of me. That's, that's right. True. I drove the competition, moved them forward. And I wonder if
2: that happens even in the cigar world. Is everybody stepping up their game? Because we all do. You have to. It's a very competitive market. That's you have right. to make. And, and today, cigars are better than they were in the 90s and the 2000s. Absolutely. Because because the new guy comes in and yeah. steps it up and then the people just sit there uh, this is the old way of doing it they got to step it up or step out they have
5: no choice because right. guys like me i, I want to come and take their lunch money yes so i'm going to i'm coming up with all sorts of crazy whacked out stuff yeah. all the time i'm always pushing rising tides raise all ships
2: the new guy comes in and you got to all step up uh, as it does it so because this was an event and it was a virtual event we thought we would offer deals just like if they were in the store, deals would go. And we did the same thing online, which had been going very, very well, by the way. I didn't even report to you yet. We had a great night last night. After we went home and went to sleep, people were watching this Love thing. Because- Money rolling in while you're yeah. sleeping. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a big pimping move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently, Friday nights, they used to go out to the clubs and used to go out to dinner and all this stuff, and you can't do it anymore. They were staying home and watching a bunch of overweight guys eat meatballs. <laughs> unfortunately, this is what the world – Speak for the three came, of you. Yes. This is what the world came down to. But um, the deal J- Jonathan
1: would, stays thin by eating his own cooking.
6: <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: Um, oh,
4: man. <laughs> so,
2: so very quickly, um, deal number one was uh, – Barry, what do you got here?
4: The number one was Mangiambo, which means let's eat. And $49.99 gets you five cigars, including the Sober Mesa El Americano, Mi Caida Ancho Largo, Mi Caida Tricky Tracker 552, an Umbagog Toro Toro, and a Polpetta plus one raffle ticket for a chance to win a $500 gift certificate for use at twoguyscigars.com. On Dunbarton Tobacco and Char's products, and
2: next Saturday, right at the top of the show, we'll pull the winner out to say um, who that winner is. Uh, if you bought one of the packs, uh, that's pack number one. There's three different packs plus uh, the big one. Number two,
3: bone appetit, uh, uh, bone bon appetito, or enjoy your meal. It's 59.99. It's six cigars. You've got the Sober Mesa Brulee, Double Corona, Sober Mesa Elegante, and Cedro. Mikarita Grand Buffalo, Umbagog Robusto Plus, the Pulpetta, and a Micorita Tricky Tracker Firecracker.
1: Yeah, okay. Dave, I didn't want to repeat. I don't have the, the coffee. So, so I'll so. go.
2: I'll go. I got the Abendanza. It's number three. It's $99.99. You get nine cigars, including two Pulpetta Meatball cigars and two Micorita Tricky Trackers. Todos los días Toro, Miestro de Saca, Leave Me the Alone, right?
6: Now, yeah. leave me the hell alone. Leave me the uh, hell alone.
2: Um, <clears throat> so number seven that's the big one. Soba Mesa Toro, which we learned. No, torpedo, no, no, torpedo, torpedo, tiempo. T- torpedo, tiempo. We <laughs> learned yet last night that you are not making that cigar. I'm 100% yet.
5: sold out of it. Okay. I have none to send anyway. All
2: right. We have them $99. It will include one of them, along with two uh popetta meatball cigars, two turkey tracker firecrackers from 2020, and one. Tricky Tre, one firecracker before the tricky trackers came out. Hmm. This is the original I same blend, you know. Yep, from two thousand eighteen. We have the old wow, one.
1: That's what he says.
2: You, yeah.
5: What, what, Ed what, what is the thing? shade
2: you're
1: throwing there? <laughs> because Ed said it, it tastes different.
2: It
5: it's did. two years older than the one you're getting no, now. No, no, I'm
1: talking about comparing when the other one came so out. So
5: your memory is so good, you know exactly what that tasted like back in 2018. Exactly. Now you you're getting at same least page.
3: 12 boxes of them both. I think more and, and, than and, those. Let, and
5: let me say this there is an element of truth to that because the wrapper that is currently being used on all Mickey readers across right. the board. I think it's a little bit more robust. It's a little bit more yeah, zippy. I'm not saying it's one a, was it's a better li- it's than a the bit, other. It is a little bit more. So there is, there is actually a bit of truth to that. All right. So good for the collectors because they'll end up getting the,
2: um, the torpedo that they can't get. And then 2018 they get good. But they're going to have to pay $99 unless, of course, they want the ICBIB TWT, <laughs> which is I can't believe I bought the whole thing. It's all three of them, which include three chances to win it, but it also has three extra cigars in it. So you're going to get everything you saw there. You'll get a total of six Pupetta Meatball Cigars, four Micorita Tricky Tracker Cigars, one Micorita Firecracker from 2018, plus we're going to add free shipping, so you get 23 cigars in all instead of 20. And uh, it's just one ninety nine and free and shipping and
5: a whole bit bit.
2: So. Even
1: though it's the priciest, hasn't that been the best seller, Barry? Yes, it has been. By, by, far. Oh, by, yeah. far. by,
5: by math, I mean it's the best deal <laughs> yeah. too. I mean actually I don't want to compute the map because I think you're screwing me on the map right now. Yeah, I don't, don't wanna know. Don't, <laughs> don't calculate it. <laughs> well, I don't wanna
2: calculate it. I'm gonna pretend a little bit of Well ignorance the on well, this good one. news is <laughs> that the the
5: Popetta does not have a suggested right. retail the price right the Popetta doesn't have a suggested retail mm-hmm. price no so we call it zero right but i, I, I think they're worth 100 dollars a piece yeah right? we go right. you can't yeah. you can't buy it so you're customer. getting this you're getting this like at yeah, 90% off yeah. steve
1: you <laughs> often think a cigar is worth yeah. 100 dollars every tuesday
2: so quickly those that didn't know how it turned out <laughs> uh mr jonathan came in last place fourth tied <laughs> tied tie for fourth place tied with jim price from cle that's uh christian aroa's company who, who went the spicy route he, he went a spicy meatball yep. mistake. Yep. Uh, it was too spicy. Too if, spicy. If it was toned ah. down a bit, I think it would have done something. Um, next was uh, Ed Santamaria, twoguyscigars.com. Guys, two uh, people asking for him to come on the show one of these days. He's the buyer. It would be an interesting show to talk to a buyer and have him on. Uh, he, he made the one with the blue flag that was on it.
5: Uh, very traditional meatball. Yep. Very good. It was a beef-only meatball. Yes. Right. Yeah. That that made it very distinct. So it was beef. Only. It, it
2: was so interesting that you, not knowing what these were, none of us trying them beforehand, as you picked them up and you were making tasting notes. And I listened this morning to your tasting notes. As you nailed it across the board. That you it said, is kind of what I do for. Yeah, it that, is, and I guess it doesn't <laughs> matter what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tasting. It yeah. doesn't matter what you're tasting. And then um, the last two we had up there, and Steve came in second place. Um, the people on the panel said it, it was first place, but it's not us to judge. No. It's the the audience to judge, and Oliver Nouveau made a meatball that he used veal and pork, pork and, and beef. He had a three meat mixture, traditional, and uh, layered it like a French pastry type of thing. Put a ball of mozzarella and prosciutto prosciutto and uh some uh, basil, basil yeah. fresh
5: basil in it that was so nice it, it, yeah it was, was good
2: it was great meatball yeah so uh that's how it ended up and uh it was fun and i wish there was more b- to have the next day but all gone
3: all gone all gone yeah
2: so that's that and next year oliver will come up and put his title up against four people jonathan said he is
5: definitely in i'm in Glutton for punishment. I will say Dave extended me the opportunity mm-hmm. to come and try to reclaim my title, which I graciously refused to do. I, it didn't seem that you, gracious. I think you said
3: no effing way. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's, the that's gracious quote. for me. Don't let
5: me think about <laughs> it. Yeah, that was no. Are you kidding
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. me? I'm, oh, so happy. By the way, uh, it was for me according to coin the Oliver. It was lamb, veal, pork, and Angus. Oh. oh lamb. So yeah, I didn't have lamb mm-hmm. in mind.
5: So, an expensive meatball, no doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you got it. Look, my meatballs are stupid expensive. You have to. You got to, you got to push the envelope. Yeah. yeah. We, we have yeah. learned that. We yeah, have yeah. learned that. So, it, it
2: wasn't just Steve every time no. overpaying. Oliver overpaid, too, and Man. they ended up getting it. And when we t- go to cigars, that's what but it takes. But think about it. When you, go, when
5: you go to a really good Italian restaurant and you order those appetizer meatballs, they're like $15 for oh. those suckers, right? How much I is that mean, big
1: meatball oh, yeah. you like?
5: I think it was fifty bucks.
2: It was <laughs> I mean. there was one I had at PCA last year at
5: I can't
4: Sinatra's?
2: No, no it's that,
5: that restaurant it's in the Ven- it's in that Venetian area. Yeah. I, I ate that same meatball. Oh my that was delicious, so amazing. But it was like I think it was like twenty four dollars that meatball. Okay. One meatball. Double size. It was yeah. a good size meatball. Yeah, maybe we got but, two. That's why it was. But here. I mean, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you yeah. probably did. It was great. It was fantastic. But yeah, you got twenty-four dollar meatball here. Yeah. I mean, you're you're using the best of the best of
2: yeah. the best. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, if based on the outcome, if you were to make a cigar like you did before the the Polpetta. now based on what ended up happening there, you're making a cigar now because of the outcome. What do you do to a cigar? Just like you did the Popetta from
5: the victory before. Now, what do you, what do, you do? So you're saying I'm going to make a cigar based on Oliver's success. Yes. Oh, yeah. I start putting mozzarella sticks in cigars. Right? <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah. that's nothing better than doing. a good smoked mozzarella stick. Yeah,
2: but but could you put a different type of tobacco sure, in Sure,
5: sure. I mean, look, and I know what you're doing to me. Here. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, it, let it be. I, I have something that's coming out this year that is going to be wildly different, and I will be wildly panned for it, and I don't care because it's unbelievable. So that's where I'm at. Flavored? No. When I do flavor, come
3: on. <laughs> will it be sweetened in any way?
5: I don't know yet. I might I might sweeten one. But if I do sweeten it, I will label the package that it's been sweetened.
3: Hmm. So a departure from your normal playbook. Is <laughs> yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely,
5: definitely. And when will we know about this? Um, I'm probably actually not going – it depends on whether there's a trade show or not. Because that was going to be the thing. At right. The trade so show. if I, if it happens, I'm actually going to go into the trade show – not telling anyone what it is i want them to come to the booth and to experience it firsthand and then they can all chatter all right no
2: hype it becomes the hype at the show yeah well
5: i don't know if it'll become the hype at the show it's going to be tough but i just don't i just don't want to i don't want to give it away all right because this shit's going to be copied so quick Mm. I mean, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. These people, there's no way these vultures are gonna. So,
3: shoot. are you actually putting mozzarella inside of a cigar?
5: <laughs> <laughs> After last night, I got to seriously think about it, don't I?
1: Um, Oliver says his cost per meatball was three dollars and seventy five cents.
5: Yeah, and I'm, oh and I was, and I was about at three and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wow. mean, it's, Steve's big it's on
1: cost of materials. You of gotta course know that. You gotta know
5: it. Yeah. It's critical.
3: Cost of materials. That's yeah. why the price is going <laughs> up on
2: Stock of cigars because yeah. of cost of materials. Yeah, and that's and that's a good restaurant and that's a good mm-hmm. cigar maker. You got to know what it costs. Now right?
3: that you're not in next year, what do you use as a technique for making the ball itself? Is it just freehand? Yeah, I do
5: it freehand. I mean, I I blend everything by hand. I didn't. I gotta admit, I think what Oliver said about doing the layers. First, before you compress, is actually quite brilliant because I'm having to just really mix an awful lot to try to make sure there's even proportions so, of everything. So, Steve, you don't so have
1: think, custom meatball molds that you made no, with a No, but,
5: but as you saw in the video, I was using a gram scale. I made yeah. sure everyone weighed oh, yeah. about 46 <laughs> grams. Because I want them to cook all evenly, right? And if one's a little bigger and one's a little smaller, I can't get them. You know, some end up too dry, some end up too. So I think it's really important to get them to be as accurately sized as possible, so everybody gets the same cook He's, temp on the as meatball. he does for cigars. He's big
1: on consistency. Yeah. So I think
2: this it, this belongs in a cigar business. It should yeah. be cigar people to do this. Cigar makers are going to have the best. Chance because they understand what it takes to end up. Don't you think that's
5: one of the reasons why so many professional chefs are really into cigars? They they appreciate it. They like it. They have a gram
3: scale too. I should have just weighed them. Yeah, Yeah, but you use. I might have got an extra vote. Yeah, Yeah. he's got. Yeah, (laughs) one extra vote wouldn't have changed the outcome. I would have still come in fourth place, but (laughs) but you wouldn't wouldn't have have come in last. I wouldn't have been tied.
5: Yes, that's tied right. Tied for last.
3: So, yes. really, I just have to get one more vote next year. I got to get up to three votes. Well, it's all new next year. But aren't you trying
2: to win? You're playing to win? Of course you are. I know yeah, you. Yeah. You play
3: to win and come in last place. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't win, so now I got to spin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't win, so I
4: got to spin. Uh, <laughs> all right.
3: Check, please.
2: <laughs> so, lots <laughs> of the best cigars uh, online media. That I'm looking at everybody's list that are coming out here. Um, the first thing, congratulations, because you were on it all. What a year.
5: Amazing year. Holy God. Yeah, and I was uh, I was I was on like 25 or 26 top lists. And then when the consensus of all of them come together, there you
2: are, three in the top ten.
5: Yeah, I got number one for Mikei Rita Trickitraka, number four for Sober Mesa Blue. Number 10 for Sin Compromiso, which, in my opinion, is the most impressive because hmm. that, those lists almost always favor the new cigars. Mm-hmm. And when you get a cigar that appears on that list three years in a row... Did it? That, yeah. I oh, mean, wow. Yeah. Well, Sobra is a brand has made the top list five years in a row. Since Mi Querida, since has made it on the top list four years in a row. Sin Compromiso has made it on the top list three consecutive years. Because they only been out for three years. They've maybe. only been out for right. three years.
2: <laughs> so everything you come out stays as long as you continue to make the it. the
5: only cigar that has never appeared on any list anywhere is Umbagog. That's the only one. Hmm. And I think it's just because and the other thing too is every year I'm kind of competing with myself because, you know, Chubby Unicorn got number one on a list. <laughs> Todos Las Dias got number one on another list. So, you know I think that's the part that I like so much about it is I have such a wide range of diverse products, and there's something there for most everybody. Yeah. Do you, you know feel I mean? additional
3: pressure to blend as consistent? I mean, I know I know the painstaking process of making your meatball, but is it the same process when you're making the cigars? As far as making sure those well, blends let are let me consistent? say this:
5: I know I'm not supposed to mention other things, other people, you but I have a I, I mean. have <laughs> I have a cigar that I am using for an event coming up that I'm on the 38th iteration of this blend and i'm still not happy with it and i'm just kind of like okay well let everyone taste it i've been dicking with this cigar since 2016 so yeah i mean i put a lot of time i put a lot of effort into this i i have to I'm a little guy. Well, not physically. I'm relatively <laughs> unknown. Uh, all the big companies have all the distribution, all the sales, all the marketing budget. I mean, they have all the advantages. They have the cost advantages of the factories. They have the buying advantages with the tobacco. So the only place that I even have any hope in hell of being competitive is to actually make something as good or better. That's it. That's the it's only be better. It, it has mm-hmm, to be yeah. it has to be. I have no choice. It's the only way that there's a hope because there's tons of small companies like ours that you know they come out of the gate and they have one year, two years, they do really good, but then they just kind of peter away, they slowly kind of fade away. They go on to the next thing. It's very hard yeah. to get anything that gets any traction and really, really grows. And the only way you can do that is consistent product. There's no there's no shortcut around it. And I'm going to tell you another major
2: disadvantage you have, although you're seeing online media jump on you. And by the way, you had number one and three? Number one and number four. Okay. Also within there
5: was Liga Pavadas at number two, Yeah. which was you too. No, no, no. The year of the rat they made after I left. Okay. I mean, the, 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 the Unicos and the Ligas, yeah, I created that. But the cigar that got number two – I wasn't there for, and I don't actually know what the blend is in the Year of the okay. Rat. So I don't know if it was one of the blends, because I've never smoked a Year All right. of the Rat. Because it might be yours. Uh, right. Could and, be and, and, just, and again, I'm not <clears> taking away from the cigar. But I mean, they sent this beautiful Year of the Rat humidor yeah. to a lot of the bloggers, reviewers that was loaded with Year of the Rats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, what am I going to do? I, I send you a cigar and a Ziploc. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> I mean. Yep. Um, but the
2: disadvantage that I see, and it comes screaming at me, is Cigar
5: Aficionado.
2: That you are totally ignored in Cigar Aficionado. I've never
5: been rated by Cigar Aficionado. It,
2: it's a total ignore, and how do they it's ignore not, no, 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 no,
5: no, 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 no. This is not their fault. Oh, you This are. is not, no, it's not their fault. <laughs> this, is, this is a gentlemanly agreement that I have with their editor that they don't cover my products. Because I've had a very terse relationship with the owner of the magazine for many years and it is and to be honest with you, it's, it's partially my fault that this relationship is bad. It's not entirely his fault in any way and both of us have never chose to try to make it better and so we just have this agreement that and look, I think they're a great. I know it's really easy for people to dump on CA and dump on their list and all this. I'm not that guy. I actually think it's a really nice publication. Of course, I think, it they, is. I think they write great no articles. Doubt about it, but I think that they if have, you can get along with me,
3: you can get along with anybody. Yeah, Why can't so, you just bury the hatchet? If you are media, you know, you can only you can only bury the hatchet
5: if both people want to bury the hatchet. Yeah, right. If you are media, though, you're ignoring
2: something that obviously everybody else is paying attention to, along with. Perdomo, who is not making a list because they mm-hmm. refuse to, selected tobacco, which is not being rated or reviewed. Yeah, I, not I, can't, making a list. I can't
5: speak for other people. I just I, I don't feel in any way slighted by Cigar Aficionado. I, I just think, want to make that I clear. Think and that was one of the reason I posted that because I hated the fact that so many of my fans we're, like trolling them on their Facebook and their social media well, it's making, and I don't and I don't want them doing that cuz that's just not
2: right. It's like the regular media making believe something isn't happening in the news that's happening. Let let me just ignore it and here is a cigar publication as little as we are premium cigars and you're going to actually take certain people and make believe like that is happening. Hot brands too. Yeah, but but
5: but in the end you do it, always, you hold your I've nose always, and you, and I've you always said the ultimate judge is the consumer. They get to vote with their wallets. They get to decide. No, no media organization makes a difference. Like even when I was listening to the review of this consensus, right, one of the comments that one of the guys made, and he's a very smart guy, good guy, and I'm not going to call him out by name, but he has a great palate, great taste. But he said, well, this really isn't a list of the best cigars. This is really a list of the best reviewed cigars. Well, well true. But hold on a second. Isn't that true with every single rating, every single ranking, every single, <laughs> it's always the best reviewed cigar in the, in the eye or the mouth or the palate of the beholder that's making the list. Yeah. You make a top 25 is going to be different than my top 25. It's going to be different than Barry's top 25. So, I mean, in the end, what, what is good about being on those lists is you're hoping that it will motivate a consumer to maybe try something that they wouldn't have otherwise tried. But in the end, just the fact that it gets number one on a list does not make it a cigar that they're going to enjoy or love.
3: But in Barry's case, he goes as far as he possibly can to smoke everything that is out.
5: Right. But I think in Barry's case, I think he's excluded from being in the consensus because he's associated with two guys. And I think they don't count any lists that are associated with any reason. Yeah, they don't league. count any lists
3: that are better than theirs. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: because he works for me, yeah. he's out.
5: Although mm-hmm. he's been in online media before everybody. Look, it's their list. They set yeah. the rules. That's all right. I mean, I will say that they had over 40 different lists combined. Mm-hmm. and And look, Cigar aficionados list. What I like about it is, cigar aficionados list has the exact same weight as Desert High Man's list. You know what I mean? They try to make it has the same weight as Half Wheels list, which I got number four for sober Mesa brulee on their list. It's basically a great equalizer. It kind of just gives you a good sense. And I think if you it look, it feels at, a
2: little like an old boys club, though.
5: How do you figure that when there's over forty lit forty lists
2: being used? Because Barry's not used because somebody like Perdomo isn't even included in it
5: either. No, no, no. You're talking about CA, not Perdomo's included on the consensus. Any any YouTuber that runs Rate Cigars if they put Perdomo's son whatever as number one, that number one counts towards the list. Okay. Okay, like I've never had a cigar rated by Europe. Well, now Cigar Journal. Whose fault is that? That's mine. Cigar Journal asks me to send them samples. I never have. This will be the first year that I send Cigar Journal samples. So eventually, and I know you're tasters, right? You're a taster, you're a taster. But we don't know what it is. But you don't know what it is because you get it blindly. So I imagine sometime this year you're going to get some of my cigars, and then then I'll be eligible to maybe Mm -hmm. be on their list, whether I am or not. I mean, there's nothing... There's always bias. There's always
3: unfairness.
5: There's nothing in any sort of top, best, whatever that's scientifically accurate. I mean, it, it just physically cannot be so.
3: Well, I know that if I get blind cigars from Cigar Journal and it, if it tastes like Fruity Pebbles in a leather bowl with a touch of black pepper, I'm going to know <laughs> it's yours right away because that's what I'm picking up on this me carita.
1: <coughs> You're a Fruity um, Pebble. Jonathan, <laughs> fruity we know where half your meatball votes came from. It was John Reed. We don't know who the other guy is yet. Oh, because it was two
2: votes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, there we go there. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, um, a little birdie told me about uh, the cigar that Steve is talking about that's coming out. I'm going to pressure him one last time and see if he'll give us a, a hint so I can uh, have a little little play there that I'm, I'm the one that I'm not going to spill the beans, but I'm looking for a little tease A little something more, we'll see what we can get out of them. Um, Also, we're going to give away the Big poppy Humidor and the jersey from last week and a lot more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
0: To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light Romeo
7: y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro Meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike On a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos Reserva Real Nicaragua It'll steal your heart again Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight
8: personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars. They give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars
2: Now for the amazing part, La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more.
9: Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Authority. (laughs) And we're back. We're
2: smoking the meat, Corita, with Steve Saka. uh, Second place on the meatball, and he is out. He is out. He's not coming forward. But with us today also, the cigar hacks there from all over the country visiting with us today. Thanks, uh, everybody, boys and girls, for joining us. And um, last week, uh, you're following up Big Poppy, David Ortiz was on the show last week. (laughs) That's some
3: big shoes. My God.
2: There we go. And... um, (laughs)
3: You may be able to fill his shirt, but I think he might wear a bigger shoe than you do. Oh uh, yeah, heck no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he has graciously uh, gave us a humidor, a big poppy humidor, and I had my jersey from when the cigar was launched. They gave me a jersey. Uh, it was never used because it's just an XL. It never fit. I didn't even try to fit in it. It wouldn't have been good. So it's <laughs> brand new also. Could have so, had your
3: own sausage party there.
2: There we go. So we're going to give it away. So the first one we pick is going to be for the humidor, right? That's what you yes, want me correct. to do? Yep. So um, you got this by buying some of his cigars. Yeah,
4: you bought five. You got one entry. You bought a box. You got 10 entries. All right. And so this, got, uh, you got a bunch in there. A lot of entries Grab one. There.
2: This is for the humidor, number 34 humidor.
3: All right, and we have Stephen McConnell from Cortland, Ohio.
2: Woo-hoo! All right, give that to Barry and put humidor on that, Barry, that you'll end up doing it. And the jersey is going out too.
5: Steve Saka. Steve, <laughs> <soccer. laughs> <laughs> Steve won again. Oh, he got both. He got both. All right,
3: That's so you know this works. guy
2: bought a box anyway. Steve wow. got both of them. Let me he- see that thing.
5: Yeah, They're but, all Steve's. All right, let me see this. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's get some. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well,
2: when you buy 10, that's what ends up happening. You get 10.
5: All right. Eric Lee.
2: Yeah, you're saying other people's names. Yeah, don't, some, do it's, don't, it's, don't do that. do Steven, <laughs> one
5: of both. <laughs> okay, yeah, there are different names in here. Okay.
2: No, I don't want to make sure. Just to see if it's
5: uh,
3: keeping us honest. And yeah. I pulled it from different parts of the box, too. I thought it was going to be work. like
5: general drawing for who wins the yeah. car. Oh, Lou Rothman. Uh, Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> because, he bought because he bought more, right? That's how easy that is. Um,
2: Okay, so that's that. Um, Steve, you finally were able to leave the United States and go to Nicaragua. That's after a year of not not being there. About
5: about 10 months, yeah. So
2: you go there, and is there a whole bunch of things for you to say, you're doing this, you know, you have a list of these things I'm not happy with? Or is it all about new projects?
5: It's been a struggle. I mean, there are little things. Look, I have very good factory partners, and I grossly overpay them for the work that they do. And so they keep my stuff the way it needs to be. But at the same time, one of the things that really got lost this year is I like to look at everything before it ends up in boxes. So that was something that was part of my normal four to six week cycle that I would be able to inspect everything. In 2020, I was forced to open boxes here in New Hampshire randomly to inspect cigars, which is nowhere near as good as me seeing everything. Yep. Yeah. But it's the best I could do. And a, to be honest with you, I wasted about $25,000 worth of cigars doing this quality control check here in New Hampshire. Even when you did the firecracker, you said, okay, you can't have them. Right. They you know? were, I, I made you wait an extra, yeah, what, four they, to six <laughs> weeks? Cause they just were <laughs> moisture, moisture. They, they were too wet. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and so, you know, that is really helpful. And the other thing is because I actually do hands on all the new stuff. I had most everything that came out in 2020, that work was all done in 2019. I only had two special limited things ready to go for 2021 that were done. But I didn't have some major things that I wanted to get accomplished in 2021. So the trip was absolutely critical. And I ended up bringing like over 700 samples back I mean wow. both factories I mean I had them make so many different things and it's also a question of look I have you know I have this incompromiso crop which is a unique crop that I only have I have this hybrid seed that we've been working on I want to look at all these new Nicaraguan grown broadleaf uh, derivatives that everybody's making you know and I had uh. and I also had to select out um, my polones. For for all the Ecuador Habano. Um, you know, look, I love O T C that's a Leave a tobacco company, Gustavo Cura, he's my man, thank you. He watches out for me. But I, I like to see it myself because it's real money. You yeah. know, you're talking about you're talking about a hundred thousand mm-hmm. bucks a poone. This is not this is not <laughs> this is not kid change. Yeah. So I wanna make sure that I get to see it with my own eyes and touch it and feel it and burn it and smoke it. So this trip was so critical uh, for me to get down there. In packaging um, yeah, packaging is different. Packaging is just a pain in the ass all the time. Um, but you know, packaging you take is... take care of that there too. Um, no, most of my packaging is done in Europe. I, I well, yeah I didn't know that. Yeah, all the all my bands on everything but Umbagog and Popetta, I, I get those all printed by uh, Tintelen um, in 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 the Netherlands. I, I, I like the quality of work. I. I pay them more, yep. but I think they do better work. You know, as the bands peel off the cigars without sticking. Yeah. I like the texture of the paper. I love the, I love the fact that we use real gold and bronze and silver powder. Because you have to right. do it there, I right? like, I, You have to do it there. You yep. can't get that done anywhere else. Yep. You can get a facsimile of it, but it's never as rich. Yeah. Yep. You know? And how about the box itself? Um, boxes, boxes are all made locally in Nika. But, again, if you're not making something new – this is really just piecemeal work, and but your box is different. I mean, look at you know, you know, yeah, cer- certain I, ones. Are I don't think I make I don't. Yeah, I'm making different boxes. I don't think my boxes are, are anything spectacular or anything. Well, it's not, it's not the average one that they're making there. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, Sin Compromiso is a step up. Yeah. I mean, the full paper wrap on Sober Mesa. Most people don't do those boxes anymore. You notice the only people that have them are the legacy makers because they've been doing them so long. Because those boxes, oddly enough, that box on Sober Mesa costs more to make than the box on Sin Compromiso. Steve, here's something from
1: the chat room for you. From Kent Simon says, now I understand why my box seals have been cut. Nicer if you would put a note in the box that you hand inspected it.
5: Yeah, like I got fucking... Tu- oh, sorry. I'm supposed to... Say <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I mean, you're not like it, is, like okay. it isn't enough already?
1: I don't think you have to hand write the note. I mean, come on. Just have it already printed and say...
5: Maybe they'll look at it as, as a positive thing. Oh, my God. He and then then people are going to be scrambling for the boxes that have the notes in them. I don't need that nonsense.
1: Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm just trying to make some more work for you.
5: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, not <laughs> happening. So, new project that you're working
2: on. And I know you don't want to give a lot of details, but is that being made in Nicaragua? Or are you picking... Oh, them? yeah. No. Yeah. No, no,
5: no! i look. I'm. I have this attitude about retailers, just as I have about factories. I dance with the people that want to dance with me. That's it. I'll dance with you, do, buddy.
4: Yeah. Well, Jonathan dances with
3: men. You know, so. And
5: for me, Nicaraguan American has done an amazing job for me. I think that my cigars that are made in that factory are. Hands down, the best they make in that factory. And I, like we
2: talked about, everybody stepping it up. I'd say that factory has stepped it up dramatically. Stepped since it up you, dramatically. Since you've
5: been there. Yeah, well, it's not just me. It's, it's Raul Diesel, It's them working on something where... Because most of the work they would get, they're like, oh, well, that's three cents too much. You know what I mean? Oh, that cost 10 cents too yeah. much where I don't go into projects that way. So it's a totally different mentality uh, that they're using to make my cigars. And now that those cigars are doing well... They have other people that are now getting cigars made at their factory. And they listen, they've been around over 100 years, that factory. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah. it's looked upon. Uh, it's, it's like 30 years. Let's that's see. it? Yeah, it got, ma- it got started during the boom. Look, that factory is primarily, uh, has historically been a, 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 an economy bundle Correct. manufacturer. Correct, that's, that's where it got its start. And then here you go, going in there, and they make it ultra premium cigars <laughs> out of the factory that was looked Look, upon I've always, as the I've bundle I've always said factory. this. Great cigars. A factory is nothing. It's a table. It's a bench. It's a javetta. It's all about great materials, standards, practices, methodologies, and then just being a dick about the first two. If you're willing to do those three things, you have that in spades. Yeah, you can get you can get great cigars made anywhere. And then of course Hoya. Hoya is an um, unbelievable factory. Fifty years. They just were a little stuck in their ways. You know, they just need a little kick. And you see it. Like If you look at these topless, yeah, I mean, exactly Hoya, to Hoya's, Hoya's got tons of love. I mean, their their quality of everything they're making has really dramatic. Absolutely. And it's not that the quality's changed. It's just they're now stepping out of their comfort zone. They're working with other materials. They're trying different things. They're making more unique Vitolas and Ligas and whatnot. Yeah. I used to be able to tell a Hoya the
2: Nicaragua cigar, blind it didn't matter mm-hmm. what it is because they use the same tobaccos all the time right. and oh there' always to grow not that there was anything wrong with it It was right. a good cigar but it was one one dimensional of what they made and that's you could say
5: made. that I can say that about three other factors right. as soon as I put the cigar in my mouth I'm like oh this was made here this yeah. was made there because mm-hmm. they have a certain flavor profile a certain genre something that they make and because they're good at that that's what they stick to and that's it and there's nothing wrong with right. that being really good at something
3: do you have a process for blending outside of your own comfort zone is that something that you value? I don't Brulee, understand. for example, is certainly not a cigar that somebody, if somebody smoked it blind, would say, okay, this is definitely a Saka product. The flavor profile well, is different than your other stuff.
5: Well, look, with all my cigars, I try to make them. Look, there are certain genres. Miki Rita Blue, Tricky Traca, Umbagaga are in the same family. They're all different slightly, but they're all pretty much very similar. You know what I mean? Sober Mesa is very similar I can tell the similarity between the regular Sober mates and the Brulee. I think the average consumer less so. But I do try very hard to make a different expression, a different flavor, a different strength level, because I understand that there is no one perfect cigar for everybody. And I'm greedy, and I want everybody's money. So I try to make something really, really good that's different than the other things. Now, the downside to that is um, if a guy's first experience with with my cigars as Todos Las Dias, he may just say, Oh, this guy, these cigars aren't for me, and never try a brewery, right. and never try a Mike Rita. And doing events you
2: where know? you, the other guy at events, when, when that was able to end up happening, you see the people come in and you've done it, you know, we got a guy on a certain thing, and you show that's not for you. Now I think you have it all. You have mild, medium, and full. You have short and long. You have thin and thick. There's something for everybody.
5: I try. There's something I still don't have. I don't think I have what I would put as a really classic uh, pepper bomb. You know what I mean? A really sharp, biting, classic pepper bomb. I mean, because most of my strong cigars, one of the things that I've always believed in is I always like a smoothness to them. And I've told this story. I may have told this story on your program before, but one of my mentors was a gentleman named Estelo Padron. Mm -hmm. Estelo Padron was the brother of Jose Orlando Padron of Padron fame. And he was the general manager and head maker of cigars at the Villazon factory in Dia all through the late 70s, 80s, and into the 90s until General bought the factory. And I spent a couple of weeks with him just peppering with questions, boom, 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 and trying to sponge as much info as I could. And at one point, he just looks at me and he says, remember, the most important thing about a cigar is that it always has this. And of course, I'm, I'm naive. I'm young. I say, passion, heart. And he's like, Fuck that. No. What I want is I want them checking their pocket to see if they have another one when they're getting to the end of this one. Okay. That's what I want them doing. Because this cigar is so good. And it's satisfying as they're smoking them. But at the end, it leaves them craving more. more. Oh, I want another one. So I always take that into consideration. I don't like to make a blend that wears somebody's palate out. Look, I love some big, full cigars. Okay, I love the Neanderthal. I love yeah. the Florida Minicana Double Hero. I mean, I love those cigars, but I can't smoke five of those in no, a row. One and done. <laughs> you know, I, I smoke one and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> let me get a breath. You know what I mean? So I, I try to steer away from there. You know, but I don't have I don't have I don't have what I would consider a traditional sharp pepper bomb, Pepin, Pete Johnson kind of style cigar. So in the is mix. that what's coming and up? Now what is this saying. the hint? Um, that's going to be the one that I'm working on for the Muestra de Saca release this year hmm. called Krakatoa. Is I'm going to I don't want to make a whole brand of pepper okay. bombs, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toe in the water. The problem is to make those cigars, it goes a little bit against who I am the way those cigars get made that end up so spicy and so peppery, is you really have to use the tobacco a little young. Yeah. That's what you have to do. A little raw tobacco. It needs to be a little rough. It needs to be a little raw. And look, and it's perfectly fine. It's not like it's not smokable or anything. And there's a certain group of consumers that really love it. Just the same way as I don't like to use it quite that young, I'm also not the guy that's into the really old vintage tobaccos either. I like to use most of my filler materials right in the – two-year window yeah. you know i don't i don't like for there to be five and seven i have a brand that has that exclusivo muestra Saka. every tobacco in that cigar is over five years okay so that's an expression of a vintage blend yeah a little made too smooth vintage, for you. a little too soft a yeah. little too smooth a little too easy going. i
3: didn't think there was a such thing as too smooth
5: well for him for his taste yeah
3: for me you can never be smooth enough
5: but that is not but I a, make cigars. That is not the secret cigar that's coming out. That's no, the one, the one that you're referring <laughs> to is I'm making I'll tell you what, I'll tell you the brand name. How about that? Is that oh, enough? Great. And the truth is, everybody's going to be able to see it because I filed the trademark registration. <laughs> um, and you know me and my penchant for Spanish names, right? Yep. So this one is going to be called very Spanish name. Concord Star. Concord
4: <laughs> Star. Star. Yes. That's not a... Well, it's not
3: a Spanish name at all. No, but it's
4: it's not a hint either. Concord (laughs) Concord like the grape or Concord like New Hampshire?
5: Concord in the way that it means harmony, agreement, balance. The way you use the term Concord when you're talking about music. So some
3: vintage tobacco's in there?
5: Again, that's all you're getting. Be happy.
2: (laughs) All right. There's something there. Again, I know a little too much, so I'm going to leave it there and not, not mess with your thing. There's, there's, only,
5: there's only about 10 people in the country that have a clue, and I probably told 10 people too many already. Right. Uh, there, the chances well, of me making it to July and this not getting out is going to be almost now, zero. Now, what happens if the PCA doesn't happen? <sighs> That's the tough one, and let me tell you why. As a small company, it's really hard <coughs> to launch a whole brand. You put so much time and so much investment, so much effort into it. And when you have the trade show, you have you know, hundreds of retailers simultaneously there. You have all the media there. So you really can get your message out in a very good way. And, and you know this, Dave, from going to the show. I actually don't spend much time with the retailers. I spend most of my time yeah. with the media guys because yep. you know, I, want, I want consumers to, to know about the product. That's why they make you number one and the retailer makes you number twenty-seven. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, I I feel as though I I don't know whether I can launch a whole brand without the trade show. I really don't. Especially that. Yeah, especially that. I really I I don't know that I can and So you put it on the back burner for (laughs)
2: the next chance. Look,
5: we've been blessed this last year. We've never caught up. We've been way behind. We're selling a ton of cigars. We were up another 33.5% in January. I mean, you know our brulee situation, you know our Umbagog situation. I mean, we've been so I mean, we can grow this year. I mean, we haven't opened any new accounts since August. We got like over 80 accounts that have solicited us to open. You know, so there's plenty of room to grow. I want to do this product because I know that if I don't do it, somebody's gonna beat me to the punch. And I wanna do it, but at the same time, it's it's tough in a non trade show year. So I, I'm hoping somehow there's a trade show this year. Really? So do you yeah.
3: freeze the mozzarella before you roll it into the <laughs> yeah. cigar?
5: No, no, that would that would that would screw with the material. Uh, you never get the humidity right. All right. Let's Steve let's-
1: Jim Miller in the chat room says this is definitely a good smoke. Tastes like it may have a sweetened tip though. Not at all. <laughs> Not this one. E I listen,
5: I don't know if he's oh, just look. giving you grief or no, what no, he's no. Look, well, look, Connecticut Broadleaf, when it's naturally fermented, is inherently a sweet tobacco. Yeah. That's part of why I love Connecticut Broadleaf, is it's always left you with a sweetness. Now, mm. when you get a lot of Connecticut Broadleaf on a lot of Dominican cigars, not all Dominican cigars, but most of that tobacco they're buying from one particular grower, broker, vendor, and they ferment their tobacco differently for the first mm. fermentation, and it kind of wipes out some of that sweetness but, I mean, I think you're going to find that sweetness on a Liga Privada. I think you're going to find that sweetness on a Tabernacle. I think yep. you're going to find that sweetness in a Mi Querida. I mean, that's just inherent of what Connecticut yeah. Broadleaf gives you as a smoker. And the magic is you have some. Again, <laughs> everybody running out of Broadleaf, they just don't plan well. That's all yeah, I can say. That's right. You know all what? right. Let's take a peek into
2: the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
1: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars.
4: Sometimes even the toughest criminals get distracted by the very essence of sexual tension, such as a Serbian man who recently robbed a gas station to lose all his swag to a Czech lady that stopped him from escaping the crime by an unusual measure. She offered him a blowjob that got him stuck in place until the police arrived <laughs> with the woman saying, I had enough. He's all yours now. <laughs> this is another case of hard justice, bringing someone to their knees and that's not only insane, it's asylum.
3: You know, there's ladies in the audience. <laughs> exactly. I know.
4: Dude.
2: And you knew Dude. it in advance. Yes.
5: True story, though. Our apologies. <laughs> could, I, could I tell my crazy criminal story? Go ahead. Yeah? Yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a great account of, our, of ours in Massachusetts. Watch City Cigar Bite. And regretfully, uh, a couple days ago, um, the uh, uh, Ernie... He didn't lock the front door when he left. Was the he set the alarm and he's been there twenty plus years. And on the video camera they caught some chick just checking all the doors and she got lucky the door was unlocked and she went in and of course the alarm starts beeping. Do you know do you wanna know what she stole from the store? She stole the three foot soccer squatch. (laughs) She put it on her shoulder and she bust out of the store with the three foot soccer squatch. I'm waiting to get the screen capture from the video right now. Coming soon to eBay. Yes, coming soon to eBay, no doubt. So yes. Yeah.
2: All, and, and this is a store that has thousand dollar pipes in there, of course, expensive cigars, yeah, and everything and in there. Anniversary, that's what they, yeah,
5: the three foot soccer Squatch. That's what they posted put. it on her shoulder. Beat feet out of the store. So <laughs> that's insane. That. Did,
2: she, did she know what she was doing, or did she have no idea? It could, could go either way. But was, she carried the heaviest thing out of there too. That's the yeah, lightweight. That's, that's crazy. She, yeah,
1: she's your number one fan. <laughs>
2: Uh, okay, next week uh, it is uh, Chinese New Year, so uh, we're going to celebrate, and the care packages are out. They're out. They're out. They're, They're on their way. You're already get,
4: arriving to people, so. Yeah,
2: you'll get a special uh, cigar um, in that that we'll smoke next week. And uh, that being said. And um, uh, also,
4: when you get the care package, make sure you go through the Ziploc bag that the cigars are in. There's something special extra in that yeah, bag. Yeah, little extra. Don't want, want you to overlook it.
2: Yeah or the little card that comes mm. in there. You don't want to overlook the little card for Valentine's Day. Valentine's A little Valentine yeah. for our sweethearts out there in the <laughs> care package. All right, let's take a break, Ed Sullivan. When we come back, we're going to light up yet another cigar for Dunbarton Dunbarton and Tobacco and & Trust and chat more with Steve Sacher about the cigar industry and where it's going. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. are you a member of the cigar authority care package well if not the time my friend is now for just $24.99 you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month and we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the cigar authority podcast with you
3: i don't know if that's really a benefit
2: sure it is we will judge the construction flavors and review the cigars and you can see how right or wrong we really are you might be surprised Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something
3: special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package.
8: Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro, named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today.
7: Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
3: The 15th anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The
2: La Galera Habato uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar
9: who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
5: This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. not or anything!
2: And we are back. We're talking with Steve Saka from Dunbarton and Tobacco and & Trust. We were smoking the Miquelita. I'm going to put it down for now because I have another whole half a cigar to smoke at least. It's my a two-hour
5: smoke. All of my cigars burn slower and cooler. I mean, they have—they just have more tobacco in them. There's a higher density of weight. A, a standard Toro will weigh like 15 and a half, 16 and a half grams. All of mine weigh 18 and a half or more grams. And let me ask you this:
2: I never knew the answer to this, and maybe you can tell me. I put a cigar down, I was talking to somebody uh, during the break, I didn't take a puff on the cigar, Uh, five minutes go by,
5: I go back to smoking the cigar, and it's still lit, which I love. Well, that's, again, it goes back to the density of tobacco and how you bunch it. If you bunch it correctly, and you have the right materials, that cigar should, I call it the piss test, where for me... A cigar has to, any cigar that's over a 48, between a 48 and 54 ring gauge.
3: Stays lit after you piss on it.
5: Well, what it is, is (laughs) if I pull into the gas station, I put my cigar on the bumper, I start the pump, I go in, I take a whiz, I buy some beef jerky, I buy a Slurpee, I come out, (laughs) I put the pump back into the, I put the nozzle back into the pump, I go back to the back of the truck, I pick it up. I expect that cigar to still be burning. If that cigar isn't still burning, then I need to think about What do I need to do? Too many people just focus on flavor and aroma and they don't really think about the mechanics and the construction because how a cigar burns and how it draws and how it retains its heat really has a tremendous impact on the flavor. So for me, I want a cigar to slowly smolder. So most of my cigars, people say they're expensive, but the reality is most of my cigars smoke 20, 25 minutes longer. Than yeah, a lot of know. other manufacturers. So, so
1: Steve, is that part of your normal QC process? You always
3: do The piss the test? Piss Absolutely. Test. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it, a specific gas station that you go to <laughs> where um, the pump is a certain speed? No, no, no. That's no, a matter. no. Should
2: be should be able to work everywhere. And it does. And it's a big thing for me because I put cigars on. I have to take a phone call. This I go back to it, I take a drawer on a cigar, it stays lit, and I feel like, oh my God, this is a great cigar.
5: It's
4: like winning it the lottery.
5: Lit. Yeah. But at the same time, so like in Sin Compromiso. It won't hold that long because of the box press. Mm -hmm. You have to slightly underfill that cigar. So even though my box press cigars are filled more than most, um, it's a little bit touch and go as to whether it can make that whole five minutes on the back of the bumper. And running the same
2: risk of
5: I want to fill it. A lot, so this stays. But I also need it to draw. You
4: right. know, a so, whole bunch of Karens in the chat room saying you shouldn't be leaving a lit cigar at the pumps.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, screw them. That's well, <laughs> when I was a, when I was a kid, and we used to Saturday, my dad would go to the dump, and we go to the gas station. I love the smell of gasoline. So my father would let me smell the end of the nozzle. <laughs> there we go. Okay. it okay. explains a lot.
6: <laughs>
2: to seeing that today, <laughs> yeah. yeah, can I smell the end of the nozzle? Well, hey. today's
4: second cigar is the Umbagog, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua. By by Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. We're going to light up the 6x56 Gordo Gordo, and it features a USA, Connecticut, River Valley broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and fillers. A single cigar will set you back $9.59, while a bundle of 10 is $79.99, which is a savings of almost $16 or 20% off the bundle price on Two twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try Two twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two- GuysCigars.com Feels more like
3: a 58 in the hand than it does 56.
4: Yep. As a
2: $8 cigar by the bundle, this is a hell of an $8 cigar. It's time to cut mm-hmm. that hell of an $8 cigar. Mm-hmm. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for Quality, Tradition, in excellence. Excellence. And I know Perdomo puts a draw test on all his cigars. Do you draw test
5: them? Yeah, I draw test cigars. Okay, every cigar? Yes. Okay. Not only do we draw test, so like these cigars, because I am so pushing the window with so much tobacco, they actually weigh every bunch individually at the table before they put a wrapper on it. Oh. So every single one of my boncheros that makes any of these cigars has a gram scale. So they can see, because I don't want them to waste a wrapper that I've got 98 cents to a dollar four in and put it on a cigar that ultimately is not going to pass. Ah.
2: And in the factory, other things are going on, but on your production, this is what they have to do. They're That's not going on
5: everything. No. no. Okay. We, we, yeah, but I mean, again, you know, a lot of cigars get rejected at the table, so it adds up to the cost. You know, if it's 19 grams, no good. It's got to tear it apart, start over.
3: Wow. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone. The Vertigo Cyclone features a flip-top, three jets fueled by, fueled by the original patented Vertigo. Big-ass tank, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of twelve ninety-nine, Or on twoguyscigars.com, you can get them for two for
2: $20. And Mr. Retailer, if you're not carrying the Vertigo Cyclone, you are missing... I know we all want to sell the $100 lighter, but let me tell you... This is the workhorse of the Vertigo line, it is their number one by far, there's a reason for it, you need it because your customer needs it, grab the Vertigo Cyclone. Got a lot of retailers who listen to the show, they need these tricks of the trade, that is one of the big tricks right there. So crazy year, no trade show, no traveling, some manufacturers getting rid of their reps, on the other hand, you got General Cigar splitting their company up in two and doubling up on reps.
5: Yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? Didn't they do this experience with the Foundry? <laughs> they, they did. They're they're repeating the experience. I, I'm i curious to see how it works out for them. Right, it didn't work before, so they're doing it again
2: unless there's something else they learned from their mistake and they got an answer going on. I saw that they brought in El Rey de Mundo into it.
5: Right, did they brought El Rey that? de Mundo. That was weird. Uh, well, it got weird. I mean, it's a good cigar one though. So that's, that gives them one that they know they have a certain amount of volume of sell-through on. A lot of retailers carry already. Really? Yeah. Oh, or right. I
4: didn't realize or that. Or it's another brand with a Cuban tie. Isn't it is. It is a lot brand. of Cuban
2: ties to it. Right. I don't know if there's a spinoff here, I, which is what happened I, to the I, last I, one. They,
5: they, look, nobody tells me the way they're thinking or what their right. secrets are. So I have no idea. But there's obviously some business reason that they're doing this. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's to set them up for another step in the future. Maybe they're looking to do some acquisitions of some brands that don't really fit in the big STG portfolio. So now they're setting up the vehicle that they have to maybe work with those acquired brands. Maybe they have new brands in their head that they're saying, okay, we want to do some more smaller, batchy, craftier kind of things. Well, this is a vehicle that we can do. I I don't know why they're doing it. I just find it interesting that They did do this and it didn't work. Right. And here we are doing it again. But I could say the same thing. There was I can't say it out loud because I can't speak ill of others, but there was a product that got launched this year. And I was like, really? Because for me, that was like the jump the shark moment when that company released that product the first time. And I was stunned to see it come back this year. You know, I'm like, really? That that's what they're gonna bring out of the closet. Yeah, but that's weird
2: that things happen, but a lot of companies, when everybody zigs, they zag, and that's what I see General did, companies getting rid of reps, which I think is insanity uh, for the long term. Short term, I understand, because you have no competition, and there isn't reps going around, but as soon as the reps end up coming around, and you got nobody, you're going to use lose shelf space
5: and yeah, lose Yeah, but attention. can't you just hire them at that point again? I Maybe guess. that's the logic. Like, Why are we paying people for an entire year? That really aren't able to really contribute
3: because it's the right thing to do.
5: Okay, but not. We're talking about these big companies right. these days. We're not talking it's, about all dollars and cents. Well, yeah, it's they all have the mean, stockholders. It's, yeah, it's totally mm-hmm. different than the small family-owned kind of operations. And when I say small family-owned, I even put Fuente in that category. I mean, they're still a family-owned company. Yeah, Pedrones a family-owned company. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think that I think the equation's a little different. Look. I got so much of my own crap that's wrong. I don't have time to throw slings and <laughs> arrows at other people. No, but you, you <laughs> should
2: lo- you should look at the others to say be- maybe you're missing something and. You should have two reps, or maybe you should have none. Rep, no reps.
5: Well, look, we, had, we didn't have a rep here in New England forever. Right. We were waiting for the right person. There never was a right person. We now have Brian Sonia, Yep. And I like Brian, and Brian's doing a hell of a job. Good. Um, in Texas, we had reps that we worked with for many years, and ultimately, we decided to part ways. I, I don't have reps in most of the country. I have reps in Florida. I have a rep here in New England. I have a rep in the Pacific Northwest. And I have a rep in Hawaii.
10: Wow. So, so,
5: yeah, well, Hawaii's a gimme. Love you, John Fia, but he just does it for the free cigars. Man. He ain't making I'm in four of the five of the Hawaiian accounts available, okay? He's crushing it. There's no more he can do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I haven't figured this out. In fact, I'm thinking right now about trying something new in Texas to see how that works. You know, I, it's, it's, it's really, really hard. To figure it out, and look, there's certain retailers that they won't carry your product if they don't have a rep coming in the store. Some of them because they feel like they need the support. Others because they're just too damn lazy to send an email and pick up the phone. They'd rather have someone come in and kiss the ring and take the order in front of them. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's a lot of accounts that don't buy cigars just because they don't. And the other thing that you tend, to, you know, like you're saying about El Rey de Mundo. Well, you gotta understand, probably half the stores in the country, they don't buy cigars direct from the manufacturers. They buy them through distribution channels. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you have a lot of stores around the country that are these really old legacy brands and they have very little of the new stuff because that new stuff isn't in the big distribution channels out there. Are you distributed? Um, yeah, we have some distributors. Um, but we, 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 we limit it really small. Um, you know, because for me, It's really important. I know consumers, they want everything for free, and I understand that. But the truth is, I have to really protect the equity and the value of the brands because there has to be an incentive for the average retailer to sell it and to support it. You know what I mean? And we're so small that uh, I still need stores that champion our product. Yeah. I need stores where the clerk goes, hey, have you tried one of these? Everybody thinks it's easy, but it isn't. So for me, the retail store is still a really critical component to success in our business. And I know I see some manufacturers that are in my kind of class. Look, the big guys have all gone direct. They've all bought the big, you know, the big, uh, the big online distribution houses. So they're essentially selling direct, but you guys just have to suck it up because you have no choice. Right. You got to have those brands on your shelf so you have them. I don't know that. A brand like mine can get away with going direct to consumer. I think it would kill. I think it would kill the company, and I also think it would just limit the exposure. Now, there's a lot of people that have, they have no idea who I am. They've never smoked one of my cigars, and that's why you need a trade show. You need a trade yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I need. I need retailers that are willing to be cooperative partners. You know, uh, and, and and there's no way you're gonna get um,
2: Brulee Blue. Or a um, hundred dollar cigar
5: through a distribution channel. No, there's no way. Yeah. That, Look, that, that's a hands-on touch person uh, to say, you know. Yeah, that's a very special project. That's that's not the type of cigars that these retailers even want. They don't even know what to do with them. Know what to do with it? They don't. They don't have customers that buy that stuff. They have customers that come in and buy all the mainstays: Macanudo, Partagas, Romeo and Julieta, Oliva yeah. V. You know, Fuente Eight Five Eight. You yeah, know, yeah. these
4: cigars that have earned their place over decades. Absolutely. Is it just me, or has anybody else turned on that sock is double fisting? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah? yeah, he
4: smoked both. Cigars at once. He, he does it on
2: a regular basis. I'm sure, right? Test and blend all one, and test two, all the time. Right?
4: I have five cigars
5: lit,
2: and I and I miss him <laughs> because he used to be a customer here. At two Guys, <laughs> and uh, he <laughs> smokes two cigars at once. I could have doubled up now in, in in soccer today. All right, let's get to the Don Raphael offer of the day, and the Don Raphael offer of the day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this, and if so, for how much? And seventy five dollars today. And in the springtime, when it gets nice, I would like to give seventy-five dollars to anyone that would mow the lawn outside of our store on a busy street with a invisible lawn mower for thirty minutes. Just go out there, lawn, mow the lawn thirty minutes. There is I no lawn mower on a busy street, and uh, we'll we'll videotape you and mm. put you up on Facebook can I, live. Can mm. I
3: wear the shirt I had on last night?
2: No. <laughs> By the way, you, you may want to go back to uh yesterday's show to catch um, uh, Prince, I would say. It was pretty
3: Prince like.
4: Pretty Prince like. Uh, you should have made it more interesting like while wearing a speedo
3: or something.
5: So uh, are we supposed to answer that question? Yeah. Yeah. Would My you? fat ass is not walking for thirty minutes for seventy five bucks. <laughs> <months>. That ain't happening. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I could use the exercise. Yeah. You, you do it? I would do it.
2: So maybe I put a two guy smoke shop shirt on you or something. You're outside yeah. two guys and people are
3: I happen to have one of those right here. You
2: do? Underneath your Cigar Authority sweatshirt,
4: which is uh, people are saying, how can I get this? Go to CigarAuthority.com on the right-hand side. You'll see a, a button for Cigar Authority swag. Take that link. Follow it. You can get sweatshirts, T-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers. And we still haven't given a name to this little guy. See, see this guy up here? The yeah, bell? you see this
3: stack of emails right here? These are more name suggestions that have
2: come in. All right. Mm-hmm. got to give uh, we got to give him a name. Uh, because then we'll have a mascot
3: and we can, can play with them. I mean, the easy one is Bellicoso, right? Yeah, Coso. That, that's yeah, one that has, uh, yeah. has been mentioned many times.
4: You know, it's kind of shaped uh, like an abstract torpedo. Maybe we yeah. call it the torpedo tiempo. And Steve jumps on
2: board. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with Steve. He's not. Yeah, gonna get we're not any pitching that, him anymore. Even in the after show, there's gonna be none of that. I give up. I give up. But uh, mailbag number one.
3: All right, it is time for the Monte Cristo best email of the week, brought to you by Monte Cristo cigars. And this week's prize is the Monte Cristo cutter.
4: Last week for this,
3: right? That's right. Last
4: week next week, we got a whole new.
3: I prizes. wish you would wait until I finish the thing. And then but make you your- know that I I have to be play by play. It's yet. a cutter. It's a mug. It's a notebook. It's a billfold and a three finger case. It's well over a hundred dollar value. Uh, and our first email submission is from Emily, and her subject line is "It was actually funny. Maybe it was the vodka, but the meatball was actually funny and entertaining." This had to come in today. Mister Jonathan's shirt gave plenty of subject matter. It was good to see Sokka lose. And I can't wait for the deal to come in the mail.
2: Oh, I love that! Yeah. So and he bought the deal. Yeah. She, Emily, bought the deal.
3: She, <laughs>
5: deal.
2: she bought the deal.
3: Emily. She bought the deal. All right. Thank you, Emily.
6: <laughs>
2: so Emily bought the deal. She, Email.
3: Steve was more excited to lose than Emily was to watch him lose. Oh,
4: I
2: was so happy. <laughs> so I, I'm really impressed that Jonathan looked at the emails this morning and, and uh, I,
3: I check them regularly. Didn't Emily win a week or two ago? This is the same Emily, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've
2: got to get some new people to, to write right. into to the email. Umbagog, um,
5: why is this a lower
2: price cigar when it's burning and tasting
5: well, just off, good? First off, a lot of retailers tell their uh, consumers they're segundos, but they're not. What Umbagog is, is this is the broadleaf from the exact same broadleaf polones that I use on Miquelita and Traca that I don't think is as aesthetically pleasing.
3: It's a little toothier. Uh,
5: It just, it depends. Sometimes it's a little redder. Sometimes it's a little splotchy. Sometimes they're just as gorgeous because I'm sorting these leaves or I don't personally do it anymore. Before, but I set the standard before the leaf is even prepped. Okay. Okay. To be stripped and to actually be padded out to go to the floor. So sometimes you get an umagog that's just dropped at gorgeous. So that kind of pisses me off (laughs) because that could have gone on a $12 cigar. Um, but it gives me a way to cash recover. Um, on the Connecticut broadleaf because it's so expensive. And also, the Umbagog blend is not identical to the Me Rita and the Chiquitraka blend. Many of the ingredients are the same, but I use the ones again that I don't think are quite as oily, quite the same texture. And then there's also one additional leaf in this blend. So it's really kind of a, a lesser cousin of this one. But the reality is it's made by the same pairs that make me querida. They're still putting them on the scale. You know, I put a cheaper band on it that I pay a penny for yeah. in Nicaragua. I wrap them in craft paper bundles. So there's no money there. Yeah. But this can only exist if these exist. So the more of these that I sell allows me to make more of these. There's, there's always a, a hard limit on that, because in my perfect world, I would love for there to never be right, any of these, right because I can't make enough of these to sell. Ooh. This
1: double fisting is really working well. He's but got the yeah. demo. Yeah. These, Why do we have to call it double fisting? He, do, he has no fists. Nope. He's not balling anything up. <laughs> but you, I
2: do find them similar. I think similar the, the, yeah, and yeah. I take nothing away
5: from Umbagog at all. And look, and some consumers they like Umbagog better than Mikarita I think that God bless I, them. I mean, if, if, you, I think if you're from, happy with it, then buy that one. I mean
3: Apples to apples, I think the Mikerita had more going on flavor-wise. The flavors were more crisp. Yeah. This is a little muted. Yeah. It's good. But this but is, I is also the in the 56 was great.
5: ring gauge size. That isn't mm-hmm. you really need to do a an Umbagog Toro Toro. Versus a Mique Rita Ancho Largo, because I think you would feel the same way about the Miquelita fifty-six ring gauge compared to the fifty-two, because the the larger size softens it a little. And oh. this, Steve, is my go-to snow blowing cigar.
1: I always break out an Umbra. This God. is a true
5: story. I dropped my cigar in the snow. It went through the snow blower, <laughs> got spit out by the impeller. Two impellers. He managed to avoid. Did not crack. Did not break. I actually got off the tractor, picked the cigar up, and I kept smoking So I'm on it. the right. That's, that's, lit? A, that's a durable <laughs> cigar. Stay that's lit. Stay lit. <laughs> lit. Yeah, That beats the piss
3: test every time. <laughs> well,
5: well, I don't think I could try that a million times and it not end up getting shredded. Because it has to go through... Yep. Those yep. those cutting blades, the impeller, the second stage impeller. It had to miss three sets of blades in order to go out the shoot. And to A act. miracle. A miracle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow.
5: All right, let's take a break. When we come
2: back, we got the matchup of the week meal bag number two, meal bag number three, and we'll tell you what we're going to do on the after show because Steve's going to stay with us. And, uh, We're going to even stick around after because we get the cigar hacks here, Uh, so everybody stick around. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars.
4: Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit
0: Drew
10: Available at top retailers like 2 and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company.
7: Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Eñejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H Upman 1844 in Yeho is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. certain general warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose,
3: Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? Hello and good afternoon. It's Randolph Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar
2: Authorities show. And we are back. We're smoking the Umbugog with Steve Saka from Dunbot Tobacco and Trust. Uh, boy, I, I, double-fisted, as uh, Barry likes to call it, <laughs> smoking both side-by-side. Side. Very, very similar, similar tobacco. It seems very much the same to me. Um, but the company... Is & and Tobacco and Trust, and no, it is not a um, bank. Sounds like a bank term. Uh, I've never heard a cigar company called something like this. Uh, but trust becomes a big word.
5: Should you be looked upon as a trusted brand for brick and mortar well, stores? I'd like to think that I make cigars across the spectrum. That look—that's that's what I'm trading on, right? I mean I'm asking consumers on average to spend two dollars more at the retail register and for that I have to give them something and I think that and I think what I think that's the reason why I've been so successful with all of these limited edition releases that people are buying these things, U boats, firecrackers, red meat lovers, you know, all of these things, Donderma, they're buying them blindly they haven't had them right and you know and they're extending to me good faith they're extending to me yeah, trust they and trust,
6: yeah.
2: and i
5: have to and i have to i have to do my utmost to deliver on it and i always try to you have not put a
2: disappointing
5: cigar out yet yet uh, and i and i, I would say yeah cuz i mean eventually i mean you can't you can't bat a thousand right you would think not but so far 5 years in
2: i i you know sitting here and i i remember sitting to you before you even went in um concerned i mean is this bad timing fda was looming all the stuff was going on no, and yeah. you risked it all yeah. and said okay i'm doing it and uh Congratulations, and you deserve every but, but bit of let's,
5: it. But let's let's back up here. It's not like I'm out of the weeds. It's not like I'm rolling in cash. <laughs> I mean, 2020 was the first year that there was a decent net profit at the end of the year, and I don't know that there would have been had we had the trade show, had we had all the events. Right. So I mean, we're we're a long way from out of the woods. I mean, we got a, we got a lot of hard work and a lot of grinding ahead of us. You think us. you're about halfway there? Five years you're in? Yeah, 10 years... I, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling really comfortable with the trends. Because what I'm seeing is most of our sales are coming from existing accounts that are now consistently buying more. Well, you didn't open any new accounts, so they're all coming mm-hmm. from... You know, and that, and, that, and that helps a lot. Is yeah. there a
3: value to you of ever going the factory route where you control all your costs?
5: Um, there is and there isn't. I mean, here's the problem with me. I'm so OCD that how am I going to have a factory that I'm not there at least four days
3: a week? You got a kid?
5: Yeah, I got a kid, but he's he's got he's, he needs some more time before we're going to get to that. You know what I mean? It's not. Uh, and look, running a factory is much different than blending cigars. And blending cigars is much different than marketing cigars. And I mean, you know, in these big companies, there's people that are brand managers. That's all they do. Yep. Is they just focus on the brand part of the cigar. There's people that buy tobacco. They are dedicated tobacco buyers. There are people that are dedicated ligadors. They blend cigars. And you had them
2: all at your Estate. Yeah. You you dealt with all that, and then you go in-house and and you're the leanest company that there is.
5: And I I have to do everything at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy in photoshop i'm the guy looking at the leaf i'm the guy making the blends i'm yeah i'm doing i'm, I'm washing the dishes and yeah. you know cleaning the bathroom yep. i mean it's, it's got to do it all it's unbelievable um
2: you you get um especially this year lots of accolades on cigar media I, i've seen it since the day you started out and it's because of your history before that but uh looking in and you. see i'm
5: going to disagree with you I think that what happens is you get one or two years of a free ride based on history, but in the end, the oh, cigars speak for themselves. Absolutely, you can't you can't you can't rely on past successes to guarantee future performance. No, I think you got the first year though. Yeah, you. Oh, absolutely, I got a freebie the first year. Yeah, yeah.
2: You, you didn't put a cigar out yet. You show it the first time, and people bought it. You know, yeah, and, it, and it, it came in off.
5: number two that year, right? First year. But that same cigar has been on. On the list now, five years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sober
3: Mesa. That's Sober Mesa. Now, do you think, looking back at your history as a new company, that Sober Mesa was the brand to launch first and not Mica Rita? Or if you had to do it over again, would you reverse?
5: Okay, well, here's the thing. I didn't have that option. Look, Mica Rita is the style of cigar that I'm known for. Heavy, broadly, fuller. That's the style I'm known for. I couldn't get Rapper ready the way I wanted Rapper to do that in year one. I needed another year. Before I could even produce that cigar. Because yeah. had I done it in 2015, it wouldn't have been as good a cigar. I needed the time on the materials. I think you did it right. Anyway, it worked out right because you would have come
2: out with what, what everybody expected you to come out with, Micarita first. And then if you came there, it might have been a letdown, but you came in differently and and... You
5: got the pass on the first one. And look, I can tell you for some retailers, it was a letdown for them. Not everybody did well with my cigars when they brought them in. Now, most retailers that start today, they have a much different experience because there's now a certain amount of pull. A the brand has a bit of a weight. It has a bit of demand. Um, now, the thing that's really good for me is those accounts that gave me that shot because of the legacy back in 2015, 2016, they're now actually coming back on board and are bringing the cigars back into their stores. Well, I think it was genius of the Brulee to be the Sober
2: Mesa, and then they say, "Okay, we'll take on the new thing," and then that's going really good. And then let me bring back so
5: the All regular right. Sober right. Mesa. Success, success begets success. Yes, look, retailers want cigars that sell. Yeah, and I want to make cigars that sell. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I am in the cigar business. I'm not doing this as a charitable act. I can go to Nicaragua and make a couple thousand cigars a year for me to smoke and be happy. So, I mean, I don't ever want anyone. I know too many people in our business. They make too many excuses about what it costs and what this is and what that is. And I just don't. I'm in the cigar business. I don't do it if there isn't profit in it. (laughs) Period. It's, That's it. It's got to be a win-win situation It's got it's to the be. There's yeah. no other reason to do it. Yeah. Now, do you have these little passion, little projects that you do? Yeah. I try to make every project a passion project, but at the same time, I have to be realistic too. There's a lot of great blends that I've done that I've never put in a box because I really just don't think a consumers consumer going to – like Don Donderma Don is this really weird cigar. It tastes good, but it doesn't taste great. But it's amazing when you retrohale it. The retrohale on it is phenomenal. It's just otherworldly. Mm-hmm. But how do you sell a cigar that less than 2% of the population even retrohales to begin with? You know what I mean? What do you do with a blend like that? Jonathan would buy them. So He's big on the retro. During a break, somebody came up. Rick came
2: up and was telling us about uh, a cigar that didn't... Um, that you ended up trimming off? Yeah, each
5: of- unicorns. So every year we sell 1,000 unicorns, yeah. right? But in order to sell 1,000, we make roughly somewhere around 2,200, 2,400 wow. of them. And it's one pair. It's Aristo and Chapita that make them. I hand-sort all the tobacco. We make so many because historically in the past, We've had a lot that, in the final analysis at quality control, we lose them
2: more than a hundred percent.
5: We were in the beginning; we were losing the first time we did it. We made over three thousand to get a <laughs> thousand. Oh my um, god! <laughs> uh, in twenty nineteen, uh, so the cigars that were made in twenty nineteen that came out in twenty twenty, we made roughly what was it fourteen plus eight? So we made about twenty two hundred. 800 of them got rejected, but there were about 400 that were as good as the 1,000 I wanted to put in the coffins. So I didn't want to make the number bigger. It's the only thing that I artificially limit is unicorns. It's the only product that I artificially limit. It's a 1,000. And I didn't want to put 1,400 unicorns in a coffin. So what I ended up doing is we cut the last inch off. I just called it a horn of a dead unicorn and I use it at special events to share with people. And I, I don't try to sell it because I don't know how many horns there ever will be. And I can tell you the 2020 production of unicorns, uh, because we're getting so much better at it, we only made about 1600, 1700 because I don't think we're going to have to, we're just getting better every year, you know what I mean? But so what if you cut off like
2: two inches instead and sell that two-inch one as a separate cigar?
5: <laughs> How do you, what do you do with that? It's, I can do it's something it's with a, it. It's a $100 cigar. I cut an inch off. It's now an $80 cigar. I mean, what? <laughs> what's the point of that? I mean, it's better that it just be what it is and not try to uh, – you don't, you don't make money on stuff like that. Unicorns are no money. A thousand cigars a year. It's a hundred thousand dollars. It's a hundred thousand dollars to the retailer. It's fifty thousand to me, but I don't really sell fifty thousand because I end up using some as gifts and raffle prizes. But let's just assume I sell a thousand. My cost per cigar is thirty seven dollars and eighty cents. I make twelve dollars (laughs) and twenty cents gross profit per unicorn. My net profit as a company is about five to seven percent. So if I sell all the unicorns every year, that ends up bringing to the bottom line about eight to nine hundred dollars. That's what unicorns are worth, 8 to $900 to the bottom line.
3: This is why you're so
2: angry. <laughs> you
5: know? no, because, it, because
2: everybody assumes it's these high-priced things
5: end up, but they're high-priced because they cost so much to end up producing. They're, they're, it, they're much more a marketing effort, yes. this unique kind of kitschy thing. And, and I've always been very honest with consumers. Is it worth $100? No. The fact that I spent so much money to make it doesn't make it worth it. You're much better off buying an entire pack of umbagog, buying – you know, seven syncompromise, so six meat catered is a way better way to spend your money well, we got than that to buy 99 a $99 pack, which is good. <laughs> right. <a> if you <laughs> buy that $99 pack, you're going to what? You're going to end up smoking for like, what, 10 hours yeah. of enjoyment? A unicorn's what? An hour? Yeah. An hour 15? I mean, come on. Ed Sullivan, I think, is the only one in this group that has had one of those. You smoked? I have had one. I think Barry, you've yeah, probably
2: had
4: one. one. Yeah, I've had one. You gave oh. me one once. Yeah.
5: So yeah. see, I gave Barry a free All unicorn. Right. Yeah. Free unicorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you rate it? No. Huh. Yeah.
4: It was something that he gave me that I just decided I wanted to enjoy and sit, yeah. sit
5: there by yourself. And, and, yeah. and how can you even rate it fairly? It's $100. Right. <laughs> it's already a loser before you light it, right?
2: <laughs> right. I mean, that takes something away. If I spent $100 for this, so I'll say that. So let's get to the matchup of the week. It's time for the matchup of the week. It's brought to you by VSV. This means versus, but it stands for Victor and Clear Cigar. Cigars, uh, interesting. Spend a year living in a nudist colony. Did we do this last week? We did not. We did not? Spend a year living in a nudist colony versus an Amish.
4: Yeah, we've done this one.
3: I don't think we have.
4: Yeah, we definitely have. I made a whole bunch of nudist jokes. Hmm. Rudy, um, let me know if I'm correct. I'm,
5: uh, <laughs> Let's well, do it anyway. This kind of sucks, boy. Good show programming here, guys. <laughs> I didn't put a line to
2: it. But, so you got to spend a year nudist colony. No, it's nudist
3: colony all the way because I I just got to watch TV to go to sleep.
2: You ever go to an Amish community?
3: No, but they don't have
2: TV. They don't have TV. They don't have uh, I, lots of things. Yeah, I'm not doing. They can that. have wives and stuff like that, but you don't you don't have any wives.
3: I don't have any wives, so I'm going to go, this?
2: Mr. Jonathan.
3: No, out. Really?
5: Out. Out. Done. Yeah. You're finally embracing your other side. Is that
4: what we're saying here?
3: No. <laughs> oh, okay. I was asking. I like...
5: No No more judgment.
3: Less, so no more judgment. less than usual. But. So, uh,
4: so when he told me, I was like, do I need to cut back on the jokes? Are you finally coming out of the closet? Yeah. Well, let me know what I need to do here. Yeah. I thought he was legitimately coming out of the closet.
3: Huh. Ah, I just got a divorce. That's oh. all. Oh, God. Ah. But, uh, Following message, uh, go ahead, do your thing. <laughs>
4: no, go ahead, do your thing. I, I, Barry's
3: going nudist colony. What are you doing, Ed? I like the Amish. Okay. What was that show, Banshee?
4: Oh, Did no. you ever watch that no, one?
3: No, the only thing I ever saw the Amish
4: was
5: that whole Amish mafia nonsense. Mm. I saw that. The they going make on nice here? furniture, right? Yeah, and they yeah. make really great baskets, man.
2: <laughs> Tomorrow is Mr.
5: Jonathan's birthday,
2: although he doesn't have a wife. We got a cake for him. <laughs>
3: That cake says spouses talking houses. Are you repurposing a cake for another podcast?
2: I am. The spouses talking houses celebrated their one year anniversary, but they actually did a no show. Like them a cake.
3: So I get, so, I, so get I get secondhand birthday cake. So
2: make believe like it like it didn't. But uh here's happy birthday. Mr. Jonathan,
5: he's won. Happy he's birthday won. to you. Here, I got a lighter Happy for you. Happy birthday to
2: no, me. you can't blow you. out a candle anymore, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, you can't because
4: yeah, can yeah. of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That wetting oh, your finger so, we doesn't go. make it any better. I'll take the candle away.
1: <laughs> Why don't you just blow snot on it? Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the ashtray.
2: So, uh, want birthday cake? Uh. Jonathan, how old are you?
3: Uh, this will be the first anniversary of my 42nd birthday. I've decided to stop aging.
2: Ah, so oops. 43 years old. 42. First anniversary. First anniversary. Oh, first anniversary. You're going to stop right there and That's then. it. Barry, are going to indulge today? It's no, such a chick
5: move that you're not going to age. What is
3: Shut up. up. <laughs> I'll think, age if I
4: want to age. I think it's bad luck you not saw to have somebody's birthday cake, yeah. but well, since that's actually somebody else's anniversary cake, yeah. I can get away with that's not having it. That's
5: something happening. that the 60-year-old woman tells you, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 48. He's 46. always
1: a woman to right. me.
5: Pass that down to Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Why would he not,
2: right? Yeah. Ed Sullivan's
1: be, in he cake. Be a fool not, be not a to. Be a fool not to. Thank you, Barry. Sorry uh-huh. to put you in the middle of this cake. Sorry, situation. last you night know you chocolate
2: want cake. balls. Absolutely. Tonight, chocolate cake. Absolutely. You were a kid when you started here.
5: I can't. Uh, I can't do what Barry's doing. I got to give him credit. What? Seventy-five pounds. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. Going the full keto, right? 76. Full keto. I thought I would
4: gain after last night. You know, there's some bread in the balls, and we're Had, somebody here, but...
2: here want to take this cake? Have you gotten your and taste got buds plates back and, yet? And, um,
1: never lost them. Oh, I thought you told me the, you, uh, you were the having them there.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, in the beginning were, it, yeah, it messes with your, yeah, messes like with the first your taste weeks. buds. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah, you
3: can't do that. Yeah,
4: no.
5: I, You'd you be said, out of a job. You said taste buds. It. I was thinking cold. Guys, you know, all help yourselves.
3: Yeah. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. This is our second email submission of the week. Thank you. Mr. J, I have a large wood cabinet that I keep several humidors in, each with between 70 and 100 cigars. This cabinet is in a finished basement. Is this a math problem? Yeah. As I'm in Michigan, the issue I have is keeping the temp above 62 degrees. Humidity is always at around 65%, which is perfect. I know in the past you all have had discussions about humidity and temperature. Please jog my memory and let me know if this is a suitable environment. There are times when I would enjoy a smoke and I will have issues with the cigar swelling in the humidor or about a third of the way into it after lighting. I have looked for options to warm the cabinet, but with it being wood, I'm hesitant to do so due to creating a fire issue or high electric bills. Thanks for all you guys do, and I'll see you on the big screen, Don in Ann Arbor. And I would say that your situation sounds perfect to me. 62 degrees, you're holding at 65%, all is well. Uh, Don and I did have a conversation off air, and it turns out he believes that some of his wrapper splitting is. He does like I do. He rolls the cigar in his hand. And after working that wrapper I'm, a couple of times, you end up with I'm, a split.
5: I'm going to argue. I don't think 65% is a good humidity. Um, it depends on what cigars you smoke. If you're smoking all heavier, sun grown wrappers, you're smoking all Connecticut broadleaf, you're fine. But when you start dipping into 65, Connecticut shade, Cameroon, some of your thinner Ecuador habanos, they're going to start to split. I think, I think 67 is really the, the sweet spot. For most people that have a wide variety of products, the temperature is a non-issue. 62 degrees is fine. I know if you go on the internet and you're going to go into Facebook, they're going to go in a group, and I'm going to say this now, and they're all going to get their panties in a bunch (laughs) over it. Ignore all of that nonsense about changing (laughs) your humidity versus the temperature. It's all hogwash. I don't care how scientific they are. In a basic range of... 55 degrees to 90 degrees, that same 65, 67, 69, 70, that's where it would be. But I think 65 is a touch too dry for certain wrappers.
2: How about when you are aging the cigar, you made the cigar, you're going to put it down for a couple of years, Mm -hmm. and it's in Nicaragua, obviously you ain't going to get the temperature down to... 60.
5: Uh-huh. Um, actually no I, I would say that my, uh, my cool rooms they tend to be right around like 65 66 oh, degrees yeah. okay um, yeah because you know and you basically have two separate things you have a stage where you're doing the wicking where you're pulling out the excess moisture for that you've incorporated into the leaf to, in order to manufacture the cigar and they'll stay in the wicking room. For a period of, depending on the blend, sometimes as little as a week, sometimes as long as four weeks, and then they'll migrate their way over to the cool room where they'll be typically held somewhere around sixty-seven to sixty-eight percent relative humidity at about sixty-five degrees. Hmm.
2: All right. Okay, we get the last question.
3: All right. Uh, this is written by Ryan through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Uh, Last week, I was on the edge of my seat as Dave read through his list of athletes who could be involved in the cigar industry. (laughs) I worried that my joke could get burned, and I even grew more nervous as the list slowly turned from athletes to celebrities. I thought I was safe until the final few minutes of the show when Barry, yes, it had to be Barry, (laughs) finally went there. Luckily, he was cut short, leaving room for me to take up where he left off. As far as leaders go, he was no Churchill. However... Former President Clinton should not only be involved in the cigar industry, but it is my belief that his exploits are uniquely worthy of his own Vitola. At the very least, it should be a sweet-tipped and a box-pressed cigar, boxes in quotes. (laughs) I defer to you as the cigar authority to hash out the proper ring gauge and length, perhaps consulting Ms. Lewinsky in order for these specs. My final advice on the matter is that true connoisseurs of the Clinton cigar must always prefer to cut it with a deep V. <laughs> I,
4: I'm just getting, I think, okay. It still
2: gets laughed after all this time.
4: I think Opus actually should come out with a special
3: uh, size of it, the Garance, procedures. There's ladies here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> they don't actually put that on the package, right? That's just kind of a...
3: Nah,
5: I don't like know. That's like a name that's just kind of like a... They got some <clears> real... <throat> gross names on on the opus x right yeah they, they, they got some interesting yeah, names, yeah. On a but i don't think they, i don't think that they're i think they're kind of like the snicker snicker back channel kind of name i don't yeah. think it's actually on the packaging in any way mm. I'm, I'm not sure
2: I barely, <laughs> I barely see the thing you
5: don't get many so well we got a vote here
2: we got a vote so <laughs> the first vote was emily who uh bought the deal she gets a point for that uh <laughs> Not all that interesting email, but there it was. <laughs> the, sec- the second one was the humidity question. Um, I don't know much of an email for there. And the third one is um, the Bill Clinton um, one. We have to pick one of them, and they're going to actually win the prize. Uh, wh- wh- what do you say, Steve?
5: Look, I'm, I'm going to pander. I'm going with the Clinton one. What the Clinton hell? Clinton for? No, screw that. Emily bought my cigars. Right. Emily, you're number one. Emily gets my vote. So I'm All not right. going to
4: vote for Emily since she won a couple weeks ago, so I'm going to go for number three. Number three to Bill Clinton. What do you say, Ed?
1: I, I really almost laughed out loud at the box pressed. Yeah? So, yeah. I mean, I was close, so I got to go there.
2: All right. I am going to go with Emily also. So we got a two-to-two, and Mr. Jonathan has picked already
3: the third one. Yeah, that's Ryan. So so
2: the Bill Clinton uh, email, who is who?
3: That's Ryan. Ryan, just shoot me an email with your address, and we'll get that pack right out to you. Congratulations
2: to Ryan. Ryan gets that pack, so uh, great for them. Uh, The after show today, I have three questions for Steve Sark. The after show will be on Wednesday, where you can hear that show. Uh, unless you're in the MeWees. If you're in the <laughs> uh usually I throw it up a day early yeah. along with the video, the video portion of it just to try to get people what over What the hell it. is a MeWe? MeWe is like a Facebook, but me and Jonathan got thrown off of Facebook. <laughs> we started up again, but I started up again. Jonathan is I'm out about- completely, but I wasn't just um, put in Facebook jail. I was completely thrown out not to come back.
5: Instagram took one of my meatball posts down. Ah. It's the first time I've ever had a post rejected by Instagram. And what, what do they the have against meatballs? I, I don't know what it was. To be mm. honest with you, they just said it violated their community standards. And I don't. <laughs> I was like, it's meatballs. Was, what are we it, was, talking was about? Was it a picture of one of Jonathan's?
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- there's a major problem. There's,
5: go- going there's no on. rhyme or reason to what they're doing <laughs> sometimes. So go to MeWe, and. Uh, it's a nice little community. There's a hell
3: of a community on MeWe. Yeah, it's, yeah? g- it's
5: going to be
2: something. Uh, hopefully, it's it's working out, and we, we've got maybe a few hundred people or something following us over there.
4: So I, I'm, I'm going to... St- Switch back on Facebook early today. You kind of teased that something else might be coming out this year, and I see it on your notes there at the bottom. Uh, last one. Do we want to touch on that, or it's up to
2: it's up to the boss, man? I'm uh, well. To- we're running out of time, so why don't we save it for the after show, mm-hmm. and it'll give people the reason to go to We or listen. Listen in. We can always listen in the podcast all the time. And thank you to everybody who subscribes to the podcast, uh, growing and growing every single month, every single year. It's it's amazing what's happening with us there, but um, I figured we would go and we would end up missing the, the classic three way today and everything. So, what are, what are
5: the three questions? Are we going to tease those? No, uh,
4: don't no, tease
3: them. Just know. save them. Save them. They're
4: too nah, good. Because if he asks one of them, you're going to want to answer right on the spot. So, uh, yeah, you're going to want to. You can't answer help yourself. Question. I know. Yeah. They're not, he hasn't seen. He
2: saw the uh, show notes for here, but he hasn't seen. I haven't uh, seen these questions. I have no idea what that which is. It's always good. Uh, and always interesting. So um we will be for the after show with Steve Saka and next week um we will it'll be the day before the Super Bowl.
5: Do you got a Super Bowl pick? you into this? Yeah. I'm into you, it. You got Tom Brady? I'm I, I you know, Tom gave us such a twenty amazing year stint here in New England. I, I'm going to roll with Tom. I, I want Tom to get another one. I really do. I have I have no bitterness in my heart when it comes to Tom Brady. Yeah, he's to, good I to hope God. he has his way concussion water in case. Way too of good to New England to to, to turn coat on the man. So I'm. I'm hope I'm hoping I'm hoping Tampa Bay pulls mm-hmm. it off.
2: Tom, uh, Tom, Tom Brady,
5: Brady.
4: Tompa Tampa Bay.
2: with a home field advantage, although <laughs> they, they are an underdog
4: team, right? Uh, yeah, Mahomes. they're underdog by three and a half. Yeah, I mean,
5: Mahomes yeah. is a freak of nature. Let's yeah. get real.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's going to be good. You can never bet against Brady, so so we'll talk a little about that
5: next week. And and um, and you got to think about it. He got through Breeze and he got through Rodgers. Right. It wasn't not like it was a free ride to get to the Super Bowl here. Yeah,
2: and those were away games, right? Yeah. Those were away games. So, yeah, let's see what ends up doing it. So that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, next week, Super Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl. It's also the Chinese New Year. and It turns out the Chinese New Year lasts like 10 days long. Yes. So uh, we have something planned. Um And we're confused about some other things, but we'll get to that. Uh, We know what we're going to smoke anyway. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast
7: Network.
3: And uh, with Steve on the show, you might have actually learned something today, which makes you The Cigar Authority.